Hello, friends, and welcome back to Mayday Plays Beam Saber, a campaign that we have titled Godzilla, King of the Cosmos. My name is Sergio, and I will be your game master. With me are the scronkiest bunch of wild cards the summit could ask for. Please, why don't you all introduce yourselves to the people, tell them where they can find you. Hello, I'm Daryl Dorsey. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Mr. Underscore Daryl Dorsey and also on Twitch at Daryl Sucks at Gaming. That is Sucks spelled S-U-X. You can also find me as the current storyteller uh, for San Diego by Night on the Fang Gang podcast. Is it okay if I say who I'm playing or are we going to go? Or no, go for second? it. Oh, and I am playing the Officer Ty Walton, who I'm going to say was suffering from the DM's curse. But hey, we we, we got there. There's always another session, right? Yeah, we, we got there. Hi, everyone. I'm Allison, or Insight Checked. You can follow me on Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, all the places at Insight Checked. Uh, I do actual play, uh, GMing, playing, producing, and writing. So check it out if you like TTRPGs, and uh, we have a good time over there. I play Carol Worth, or Brain. I am the scout of the group, and uh, I definitely have a psychic link with Godzilla, and um, no one should doubt that. Uh, my name is Zakia. Um, I am everywhere it matters at Zach the Drak, Z-A-K-T-H-E-D-R-A-K. I am an artist, and I also do fun play pretend here at a Mayday Roleplay. Uh, I'm also playing Savi Rousseau who's the hacker um, who may have devised kind of a torture test for people, but it was fine. It was government funded. So. Hi there. I'm Caleb James Miller. I'm another member of Mayday Roleplay. I am the resident storyteller of our Vampire the Masquerade game uh, called Vegas by Night, which comes out with a second season later this year uh, in the summer of 24. So look out for that. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Ginsburg Song. And uh, I'm really jazzed to be here because today I'll be playing Roosevelt Freeman, otherwise known as the mayor. And I'm here to kill Godzilla, parentheses, question mark. There's been some, some doubt there. For those of you new to our channel, Mayday is all about cinematic tabletop role-playing. And if you like the cut of our jib, please consider liking and subscribing or leaving a positive review on iTunes or Spotify. These small gestures go a long way to help us grow. And if you really love what we're doing, there is always our Patreon, where for as little as two bucks a month, you can receive a ton of behind-the-scenes and extended bonus content. Finally... Another way you can show your love is by entering our Beam Saber contest. All you have to do to enter is tweet about this game, make sure to add us, and state what you like about the show. Maybe you loved when Roosevelt wrangled Godzilla like a steer, or maybe you loved that Daryl couldn't roll above a two. Whatever the reason, at us in the post and you are officially entered. We'll pick our two favorite every round and announce them before each subsequent episode. I was say if they choose that as their favorite moment, uh, I've made so I've, uh, apparently I've made more enemies than I realized in this space, and uh, I'll find you. Uh, Mayday Roleplay is not responsible for any finding. We may be with him on it, but we're not responsible. Exactly. So you must be wondering, what is the prize, Sergio? 
If you win this contest, you will receive a free itch.io download of Beam Saber, courtesy of the amazing Austin Ramsey, who is the creator of Beam Saber. So thank you, Austin. Finally, as a content warning, viewer discretion is advised. You can expect tonight lots of mech on mech, maybe kaiju violence, and the exploration of darker themes, along with adult language. Kids, I am trying to get everyone to say skronk instead of the F word, but it's not really working, so I, I tried. Now, with all the business out of the way, let's return to Godzilla, King of the Cosmos. So before we get too deep into our game, we need to do some bookkeeping from last session. We're going to assign XP, we're going to heal up, we're going to lick our wounds. First, because the last mission was a success, a resounding success, let's have the squad make a supply roll. You're going to take a number of dice equal to your employer's faction relationship, which I will denote is one plus the tier of the mission's target. I will say that it was a two-tier mission, so that's going to be three dice. It shouldn't be me. <laughs> I think it should be Daryl. I think this is how we fix his luck. There you go. Daryl rolls all, all three, three dice. And we oh, get three oh. sixes, and then we have a bunch of supply. That's all you got to do, Daryl. Three sixes. Good luck. All right. I believe in you. There is a critical in the supply roll, so... Uh, five, five, and four. All right. That's very good. Incredible. Curse is broken. What that means is that you will gain five supply points. If you look at your squad sheet, you can see that there is material and there is personnel. Currently, you have no material as you spent it all last session. You have three personnel. You can fill up past the initial four dots and you can go into that next level of supply but you will have to use it all by the end of the session I think we definitely got to fill up material yeah alright so that's four dots in the material and you have one left over do we think we're going to flashback more or do we think because flashback is to, related to material or to personnel it depends on what it is you're doing uh, sometimes okay. you can say oh it sounds like you're using personnel to pull off this flashback well, we could go by just what we learned last session, session, which is we use material a lot more than we do pers personnel, and just yeah. give the extra there. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah, with with yeah. the last flag, you know, kind of solo squad energy. I feel like yeah. we don't need them. Yeah, so, forget them. 
some of you took a lot of hits, so maybe having some material to repair yourself yeah. in downtime will be useful. So yeah. that means you have one extra point in material that you have to make sure you use by the end of the session or by the end of the downtime activities. Usually the next step would be to gain rep, but because this mission was a redacted mission, your rep for your squad will not go up. Mm. Every jockey can spend material and then roll that dice to refresh quirks equal to the highest result. So it would remove that material from the supply chain, that four that we just got back. Yes. Shit. And we all used nearly used all of our quirks. I'm cashed. If we want to go back down to zero material, I guess we could all use one. If only three of you used one, then you'd still have two material left over. Because Sabi mentioned they only have one quirk spent. Yeah, I'm okay. You know what? I will be incredibly gracious, and I will say that if you roll higher, if you roll like a five, and you only and you have you know three left over because you've only spent two, I'll allow you to give that to somebody. But in the spirit of the game, I think I have to give you some kind of consequence for it. I like the idea of maybe something not working correctly, so maybe... They were um, rushed. Yeah, like an imposed disadvantage or something when we use a quirk. Above your quirks, there is something called breakdown, and that is an indication that you've pushed yourselves too many times and the machine is no longer functioning the way it should. If everybody takes one point of breakdown, I will allow this method of renewing our quirks to continue. Sweet. Sounds good. Meaning we've rushed production to get these things back into operation. Well, then let's have Daryl go first. And if we have leftover, I think we should prioritize Daryl or Ty and Carol. And then if there's anything left over, I'll take one. And then if there's anything left over, Ruse. Yeah. Yeah, we got it. We're good. We broke the curse. That's a six. Amazing. So you refresh four quirks, and I'll say that there's two left over in reserve if you'd like to hand those off to somebody. We'll split I'll split them fully with Carol so we each get three back. Since we've both okay. used all of ours, if that's okay with everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that totally makes sense. I'm going to take back so military work workhorse, redundant systems and ominous appearance are my three quirks that I get back. So who is the next person that would like to roll I have a five. Okay. Okay, so my two come back, and then two to uh, Carol and to uh, Ty, respective, and then the last can go to, to save. Sweet. The forks are gone. The engineers of the Gotango are good at their job, and they know what to do when those systems break down. Every pilot may also remove one level of harm. Uh, I believe Brain was the only person that took harm, so you can remove that level of harm. You are no longer singed. I like to imagine the medical teams come in and they use their advanced sprays to, you know, get rid of the burns. Every vehicle may also remove one level of damage. Um, That means everything that is in that category of level one. If you earned any level two damage, that drops to level one. Probably adding to the more ominous appearance. It's no longer just like solid pieces of of the same metallic piece. They've kind of been filled in. Basically, it's been filled in with scrap metal that I've just had painted black to filled in, but not, but definitely not the same material. Yeah, we'll call this jagged scrap. Is is yeah. the damage? Right. You know, it looks yeah. kind of shredded. Okay, so we've removed all that damage. 
If the mission supported the patron faction's goal, you can add one tick to the goal clock. Uh, currently, the goal that is filled or trying to be filled is completing the great plan. And I will say absolutely, without a doubt, this was the last planet side mission and I'll say it's a, a success. Uh, filling that clock allows you to either uh, choose a squad upgrade or choose an ability, whichever you guys would like. What are we thinking, gang? I mean, ability-wise, maybe the biosolvent thing, because I'm realizing <laughs> now we take a lot more hurt than we think. Yeah. Or maybe veteran. Those are the only two that really speak out at me. There's also stuff like, um, like workshop, or there was another one that helped us get quirks and things like that that I thought might be helpful. Although you guys are also really stressed, so maybe taking something uh, that would reduce stress from the team would be nice here too if we went and saw a bar on the space station we're at or whatever. Yeah. I'm okay with that because I yep. am maxed out. Same. <laughs> Do we, we want to shoot for that? Because at least then we know we can solve the problem we have. Yeah, I think having yeah. a stress ability would be helpful. Okay, so let's look at what the squad upgrades offer. Transmitter array will give you minus one stress cost for digital powers and app usage. Um, Prep and recovery. Loyal bar, you get plus one. Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's about uh, gathering information. Well, it's just like real life. It's hard to get rid of stress. Yeah. <laughs> You'll just find Ty staring at all the trophies in the trophy room. <laughs> I forgot we have a stupid fucking trophy room. Right. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. What are those? What does that trophies room offer? Um, a look at you your get trophy. plus one rep per mission. Oh wow, Which... so that's actually pretty good for you guys. Also, yeah. it did go Especially up. When it did go up by one. Yeah. We don't get rep from the actual mission, so <laughs> yes. you just come and stand in our trophy room after. I, I think I'll have an explanation as to why that rep goes up in game. I mean, I'm not mad at a plus one to an engagement role, but. I don't know that really was just kind of important to start combat like it didn't i will say that you know having the good first footing is pretty imperative we could also do uh like testing facilities which when taking the enhanced downtime activity you mark two boxes instead of one if we all want to work towards more quirks because we used a shitload of them last game Testing would be good if you're you're already building something, mm -hmm. and I'm trying to hack into. Well, I was trying to hack into something. I think testing facility would be good. Yeah, I like that. Okay, so you're going to give yourselves a testing facility. Okay, so let's talk about finally the squad XP and break that up. I have questions posed to you, and saying yes or no will determine whether you get a die or not. Did you execute a successful? In this case, accident, disappearance, murder, or ransom operation. I would say yes. We disappeared Godzilla. You absolutely disappeared Godzilla. Did you face off against challenges above your pay grade? Yeah. We disappeared Godzilla. <laughs> you are paid, quote unquote, to fight Godzilla, but I will say that the appearance of the blasphemers and the complication of trying to get away the reclamation team definitely made it more difficult. Did you bolster your squad's reputation or develop a new one? Oh, hell yeah. Mechanically, you did. We did. We did. That trophy room. <sighs> That's fair. I'll give you a plus one for that. Did you express your squad's goals, its inner conflicts, or its essential nature? 
Yeah. I mean, how? Convince me how, because I don't believe you were true wild cards last combat. I mean, they, they literally told us we were wild cards as we left the room. It's I one put, thing to be somebody's opinion. It's another thing to actually act on that wild card I nature. Godzilla in the face. Yeah, well, I actually, kind of part of the I actually helped someone out of the goodness of my heart. And I came up in my ship a lot and got blown up every single time, but I kept doing it. And I we, probed Godzilla. We decided that the that that Sabi and Carol were the nonviolent ones, and when uh, Ty said shoot the laser, I did not even hack it to shoot it in the first place. Yeah, that is the most wild. That was wild to me. I was just like, do <laughs> it. Oh. <laughs> I and think another true. fair wild card moment was when Carol tried to have a psychic connection with Godzilla. Nobody, nobody like instructed her to do that. getting out of their car. Yes. Yeah. Because of all of these questions being in the positive, you have four XP to play with. Oh. Possibly convert them to something. Let's see what experience could do. It says one ability or two upgrades. Oh. For at oh, where if we fill the tracker. So that's yeah. the exchange rate. I like Scrapyard. What is Scrap plus, for us? Yeah, plus one die to refresh quirks, or or the Loyal Bar, which I think you mentioned earlier, was plus one die to gather information about an upcoming mission. Ooh. You guys certainly have a lot of questions, so... Yeah, because we gotta figure... We gotta find the doctor. That, both of those could be very good. Do we want to put them both in Loyal in loyal Bar or Scrapyard? Yeah, let's do Scrapyard and Loyal Bar. I like those. That's why we're such wild cards. We 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 fight hard and then we just freaking zonk out, <laughs> just get drunk, and then walk into our into our trophy room and just talk about, hey, remember this? Rip immediately, rip roaring drunk in the trophy room after a mission is <laughs> and so. And then the scrapyard to to to, <laughs> to find more metal for trophies that we produce ourselves. <laughs> And engrave ourselves. <laughs> Maybe you guys scavenge some of the uh, remaining blasphemer vehicles and stuff like that oh, you know, in the scrapyard. That's how I fill some of the holes in my gut. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we walk back to base with the abandoned uh, outpost metal just like in somebody's arms. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so we've assigned the squad XP. Let's get to our jockeys. Again, a series of questions. Did you do something that furthers your drive? If so, you may add one tick to that drive clock. Yes. Okay. Did you express your history, tragedy, or your opening? I'll say all of you did one of those at least. Did you struggle because of your beliefs, your scars, or your quirks? Does that count if I had to give up all of my quirks because I was struggling my ass off? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that counts. I also think if any of you felt like somebody did something that you felt was out of character of your beliefs of them, it would be appropriate. I don't think this one applies to me. Okay. Yeah, no one did so. anything out of care. I think it might apply to Carol because Carol had like this crisis of faith yes. where she learned, oh my God, what my original drive was might not be it all yeah i agree okay you can also mark xp for any attribute that you rolled a desperate action for i know that we don't have the you know uh perfect memory of when we roll desperate actions but i want to say most of you rolled a desperate action at some point so i will allow you all to mark one xp for that did you act on your belief about another jockey i would say uh, Ty definitely did trying yes. to keep Carol alive. 
Yeah. Does it have to be in the mission specifically, or or can it apply to like in conversation and interaction? Well, give me an example of what you mean. Like Roosevelt in conversation with Carol, like even when as far as challenging his own drive to trust that she knows Godzilla. I'll I'll give it to you. Yeah, for sure. Whenever a pilot completes a long-term project, you you get to move it over to the other side. If a pilot does something new that furthers their drive, they may add one tick as a part of uh, the end session, which we're considering that now. I think I would add a tick to both because my secondary one is always make sure that my crew is alive. <laughs> sure. I think that's fine. Um, further, like, make sure the great plan is okay is the main one, obviously, but that also has to include my crew, which is why the other one is like, make sure they're alive for it to go right. off. <laughs> right. I think we're done with the XP. Does anybody want to state what they're doing with the XP they earned? I think that I'm going to put three dots into acuity. Or, yeah, three dots into the tracker for acuity and then earn one in bombard. Awesome. Um, and then I'm going to put one dot towards uh, enhance. Uh, I'm going to add three to uh, resolve and add a dot to command. Which means you will now have three dots in command, correct? Yes. That's awesome. Just so that you're aware, you cannot gain a fourth dot until you've gotten the squad upgrade of mastery. I think I'm going to add one to the abilities tracker to get on the way to getting a new ability. Sweet. So I'm at four. I need two more. Um, I'm going to put a dot into consort. I think Carol really is looking for answers right now and maybe needs to figure out how to talk to people. Also, we might go to a bar. Um, Survey, I think she is refining her abilities there um, after the last fight. So I'm going to put another dot there that's three maxed. I think I want to max out my resolve so I can put a point in consort because I forgot that we were talking this episode. Um, And I'll put the other one in enhanced, so I'm two away from a new quirk. All right, so we have um, gone through our XP, and we're going to actually begin playing the game again. So last session, we met the G4 squad known as Last Flag. You were tasked with guarding the last bastion of humanity named Altotopia, as the great plan was nearly at its end to get humanity off the dying earth. Then, almost as if to say goodbye, Godzilla made landfall. The alarm was raised, but the squad was given no orders. They soon learned, you soon learned, why, when you were summoned to speak to the summit directly. They assigned you one last planet-side mission that was classified Quantum Tier. You were instructed to assist in the assault and the capture of Godzilla. All of this much to your astonishment, you were not expecting this. But like good soldiers, you followed orders and you executed that mission. And although it started off a bit rocky, you used every ounce of skill and stress and assistance from one another, and you stalled Godzilla long enough for the zero beam to fire. You watched Godzilla, now inanimate, ascend and leave the Earth's atmosphere, and become entombed within the Zero Beam Array. I'm going to start first with Sabi. Sabi, once Brain and Mayor and Godzilla are out of sight, 
you know that you and Judge need to now limp your way back to Gotenga. Like you said, you start, you know, maybe collecting some scraps of the, uh, the, the blasphemer vehicles. But as you are starting to make your way, you notice something on your sensors. They pick something up, uh, what appears to be signs of life just over a ridge. Do you investigate it? Yeah, yeah, I want to go see about it. Uh, Judge, you coming? I just start walking towards this. Judge turned his comms off and has just been uh, silently picking up scrap along with you. And when you say that, you hear it cut back on and it sounds like he is extremely out of breath because he is, because he has just been talking full force to himself inside of his mech after near, like after basically getting his ass whooped <laughs> that entire time. But there's a bit of giddiness in his voice because even though you all survived and you did it, but he didn't want to show, he didn't want to show like that little part of himself. Just like, yeah, what, what? Uh, what's happening? Something over. Yeah, let's let's, 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 let's go. <laughs> are you are you okay? Are you... I think I think Sabi's interpreting this as like, oh, this is this is a panic attack, or like this is like <laughs> he's had brain this is like shell shock. Yeah, <laughs> are you okay? Like I start flashing a light <laughs> in front of his eyes. He has the energy of a person that's been up for like two days and is fully. Uh, just cracked out on energy drinks uh-huh. where it's just like he's getting into that weird place where it's just like a, it's panic induced excitement because you still won but it's that adrenaline about it that you can hear definitely in his voice it's like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, let's go let's go check it out yeah, that, 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 that's not that's, that's fine we won we won we won let's go let's go see what else is out there all right Okay, that's fine. We're hey, we're gonna be drunk in the trophy room before you know it. Oh, oh, we're gonna add another one. I'm gonna make another trophy. Okay, uh, secret mission, secret trophy. You clunk your way over the ridge, and you find a few square blocks worth of something that you have only ever seen in the greenhouses of Altatopia. Green, verdant, alive lush and growing in the middle of the desert. It looks like there was maybe once some kind of city or town here and there is life where there shouldn't be. Hey, um... What the scrunk is that? This planet's supposed to be dying, right? But we're, we're... Was that... Was it instant? No, 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 not instant, but, um, we're leaving because we couldn't fix it. I mean, it's not everything, but that's a band-aid if I've ever seen one. Did he, like, legitimately, it was just, it was him, and immediately, as soon as he leaves the atmosphere, everything started growing again, it was just him, like he was a, a walking plague? I don't think he was the plague, Judge. After a few moments of kind of studying it, you, you get the call in from command center, uh, you know. Gotengo to last flag. Are you all right? Do you need us to pick you up? Uh, yeah. <laughs> they will fly over, and they will be within close enough range that you could easily jump back into them. 
I think Sabi, it doesn't go live, but presses record on the, gets a video of this green. I think I just turn to the judge and say, I, I, I know you wanted that, that beam. And I'm sorry I couldn't get it for you in time. I, I don't know, so, I'm sorry, right? And then... Yeah, I make it work. We make it work. Okay. You pivot on your heels, and you turn and face as the Gotengo becomes ever closer. Needless to say, the appearance of Godzilla in orbit has sent shockwaves through humanity. Rumors abound on the Cognostream, but your call signs are never mentioned, and the average citizen only knows that the summit used a powerful array to capture Godzilla. If you celebrate the victory in the trophy room, of the Gotengo, it's amongst each other, and that's it. You are reminded of the quantum tier classification of this mission and your place as jockeys. The great plan has been seen through basically to its end, and it is time to leave Earth. You all, one at a time, board your shuttles, maybe some of you ride your mecha up, but can I ask that each of you describe a moment that your character has before leaving orbit? Ty goes to his quarters and inside he has what he used to wear before coming here and joining up as a jockey, a very fine three-piece suit that he's kept inside of its plastic bag and as opulent as he can be, the inside of his room here is very bland. It's just a bed a footlocker but in and hanging up was this suit from when he was a lawyer. He looks at it for a moment, considers tossing it because this isn't who he is anymore. But then at the last moment he goes, nah, I paid too much for this. <laughs> I think that, that Roosevelt, uh, for a time, spends quite a bit just in the orbit of the Earth watching Godzilla be taken onto the space station and everything. And it's almost like he's waiting for his date to get inside before he leaves. And, you know, at one point before he detaches from uh, Carol, he does, you know, over the comms speak. You know, I've never been up here. It is kind of pretty. If we are going to leave home because of that big scrunk and fuck of a lizard, might as well be... Uh... Somewhere pretty like this. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna take a drive, Carol. You gonna be okay up here? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm. I'm good. We're gonna get them. We're gonna do what's right. We're gonna make sure that you and me, we we take care of the people we lost. Roosevelt, I uh, I've always kind of disliked you. I know. But... Many people do. Today I... I also see Godzilla's mark on you. I don't know what that means. But I accept. You can't deny it. Where is it exactly if you had to envision? She just turns off the cob. <laughs> okay, well... Is it like an arm? He's <laughs> still talking. Eventually he gets the hint and he's going to, you know, reposition Deus, go full car mode again, fly back down to Earth. 
and land uh, eventually on the western seaboard on the new coast. And he is uh, counting out in his head exact coordinates. Take a right right here, uh, left, carry on about 15 more minutes and take another right. Right here is where the old farm used to be, past there, the church house. You know where you're going. You just keep following. And really, he's just skirting across the surface of the water and trying to outrun the waves that have become so uh, rapid and, and huge because of the changes to the, the coast and to the world. But eventually, he, he lands over this patch of ocean that is not much different than anything else. And he, he stops and he turns up the, the, the roll cage from his car and he steps out with his radiation suit on, knowing damn well he can't be out here without it. And he just stands on the hood of the dais and looks out at the ocean where there's really no sign of the land much uh, outside of here. Imagining to the west, California, and underneath his feet, uh, the remnants of Moose Creek, Nevada. Uh, he takes that cowboy hat of his from inside of the uh, car and he holds it to the, the heart of himself out in front of the rad suit. Um, he plays the sign of the cross and he sends a silent prayer out to the members of Moose Creek. Uh, and he eventually speaks up and says, Look, I know what that lizard took from us. I know what that lizard took from me. But I know just as well that this is where we were headed with or without them. There's a lot of things at play here, Moose Creek, and we've been a people for a long time. We'll be a people now, we'll be a people then. I just want you to know that I'm always going to do right by you, and I'm just fixing to find out what that is. Right now, they got a giant fucking lizard in space, and I don't know what that means, and it hurts my head quite a bit. And I think Carol is either married or sister to this goddamn thing, and I don't know what that means either. And the judge, the judge took some hits, Moose Creek, goddamn. I mean, I've never seen him like that. Ruse, Ruse is okay, but we're going to figure this out. Uh, your mayor, as always, thank you. God be with you. And he, he takes the cowboy hat and he tosses out into the ocean. He gets back in Deus and he drives up to the moon. Or wherever the yeah. hell we're going. <laughs> Doesn't matter. He just slams into the moon. <laughs> and he was never seen again. Yep. So Brain switches off the comms uh, at the question of, of where is it? She takes it very seriously and she looks around the cockpit and you can see outside at all the beauty that Roosevelt had been admiring, but she just begins to cover it up. She pulls these shades down on the interior of the mech unit and on the shades, it's just that uh, conspiracy board of Godzilla cutouts, um, more photos, newspaper clippings, drawings that she's made and dark marker and whatever else she had lying around. Um, and just all these depictions of this monster that she saw just in front of her not a moment ago. And she looks peering at each one. Where is it? Where is the mark? Where is the mark? And she like looks inside her clothes like someone looking for like a loose hair. Where is it? It's in me. It's always been in me since you stepped on my family. Where is it? And she's kind of like almost frenetically running from window to window um, looking 
and then she kind of slumps down and remembering the the sight of Godzilla being taken away, she closes her eyes and she tries to reach out with that part of her that connect that can connect with him. Um, and I, I, I don't know what she finds, but that's how she'd spend some moments alone drifting around in space. If it worked, would you be looking for something? Would you ask a question or have something that you'd be curious about? She wants to know why she has this power and like where this mark is. Um, go ahead and make a survey roll. One, six, two, fours. You see Godzilla floating out in space and you close the blinds. I like to think that they're kind of like older, older woman's blinds, <laughs> like accordion style or something. But <laughs> absolutely, you, you start to concentrate and you return to that black void where it was just you and Godzilla. This time, Godzilla is behind a jail cell, but it's made of the zero beam. And for a moment, there's silence between the two of you, and then he just lets out a roar. You concentrate on the idea of, of, of the mark. Where, where is that mark? And you look down at yourself, and you realize your entire body is glowing. You are the mark. Maybe, maybe your entire essence is the mark. What makes you human is the mark. And then you snap out of this vision. I think with that realization, she, without opening the blinds, just full throttles forward and then realizes she has no idea where she's going, flips open one of the blinds and heads back into atmosphere and just kind of does like circles, drifting aimlessly over the landscape, just looking for something to ground her, but she never touches ground. Ruse is probably already deep into the ship and like has that that video that they took of the patch of green projected all around them. And I think they they go live one more time uh, as like a and they adopt that that hippie accent that they had. Um, hey, everyone, I just wanted to say this is uh, probably going to be the last time that I, I go live. It's really hard. Well, it's really easy to climb in space. And I don't feel like I'm achieving as much if I do it here. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if we are the plague of the earth or if we are the cure, but either way, something dies. And um, I guess I can't talk about it too much. It's real classified, but um, I don't really care about Godzilla. But I see why y'all don't like him. He's bad. And hopefully that's the last time he'll have the time to be bad. And hopefully I can do this again from the field I took this in. But until then, be easy. And I turn off the camera. So you're going to share this image? Yeah. Okay. We'll get to what happens after doing this. Okay, cool. Cool. As you all rise from the atmosphere and board the Stratos, you can see Godzilla encased within the Zero Beam Array, and you can see the sister ship to the Stratos, a ship built and launched from the other side of the Earth 
where the rest of humanity survived in the Ural Mountains of what was once Russia. There, aboard the Elysium, lies the other half of humanity known as the Federation of Prostasia. You don't know much about them, but the summit heavily controls any information in or out of Altatopia. Your reputations do not go up in the public because the mission was redacted. And I will say, Ruse, what you come to find is that your video is deleted from the Cognistry. And you probably have a visit from a representative who reminds you of the quantum tier classification of your mission. Yes. Is there a way that I, being the hacker that I am, could have posted it somewhere more intentional? Like maybe where they wouldn't see it? Like the my very small pool of fans? I'm going to say yes. And during downtime activities, we'll get into the nitty gritty of what that looks like. Sweet. Amongst the other G4 squads, and there are others, they know you were the last ones down there. They see the damage to your mecha, and they do respect you for it. I think that one bump in rep does represent in that way. There are other rewards for your heroism, however. In a private sanctum aboard the Stratos, the Summit award you all the Guardian's Accolade, a silver-plated medal with Godzilla's silhouette roaring in the center a crosshair on his chest. Ten stars fly over Godzilla, symbolizing each member of the summit. You come to learn that this commendation awards you a new status in society where you basically want for nothing save for the impossible. Most importantly, you have gained the trust of the summit. How does this new status change you, if at all? Quickly, let's go in a circle. Uh, Ty becomes everyone's problem. No. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Ty will kind of continue to do what he was always planning to do, which was it was ultimately a way for him and Peaches to get bumped up, but also bring his crew along with him. So essentially, he will try to, uh, I shudder to say it, he will try to use his newfound power for good simply because he does hold Ruse in such high regard. He knows that that's what they would try to do. He's always going to be who he is, but he doesn't like to lord that over other people. So if he can help people with his status, he will. And for the other a-holes that are at his same status, he will make sure that he will break them down a peg or two. Because there's only one true, uh, there can only be one king and it's going to be him. <laughs> I, I, I will say for all of you to know that Peaches is made a direct representative to the summit, so you now have a direct line. Uh, Carol asks for the uh, no more ruse tests, and kind of like in an older person misunderstanding like what the internet is or looks like, she asks for the ruse test, like the single copy that represents all of them to be brought in front of her and like smashed with a hammer. <laughs> confirms with Ruse that that would do the trick. Uh, she also eats a lot of ice cream sundaes for the first week. Someone like binging in uh, joy and indulgence, but also like trying to cover up her deep uneasiness with all the things she now knows and is confused about with Godzilla. Um, so she's basically going on like a hedonistic bender to try to push all of that away and just enjoy life, being human. Um, so she has a lot of stomach aches near the end of it. 
So she doesn't really change, but definitely now has the ability to bury herself in whatever distractions she wants. Every time she, out, she would wake up, there's uh, whatever the equivalent of Pepto-Bismol mm. is. Yeah. It just always mysteriously appears because I definitely keep an eye on this. And I'm just like, oh, she is going to regret <sighs> this. <laughs> what about Roosevelt? Uh, I think that he uh, calls a lot of press conferences uh, to talk about his newfound uh, you know, place in G-Force. He doesn't mention the mission, of course, but just his status and like how he's coming back into power. He talks about trying to get a NASCAR league going on the space station uh, and what it's going to be like to drive cars in space. He also demands of the summit, I don't know if they give him this, but hopefully demands of the summit a close and personal um, position next to Godzilla in the project that comes in that next phase. He basically makes a lot of brazen Roosevelt uh, you know, designs and demands that he is by the lizard's body at all times. Partly out of him trying to you know, be there to kill him uh, in that last moment, but also a sneaking part of him is just wanting to know if there really could be something more to this thing than what he thinks. Um, they are able to offer you either your own squad that is in charge of monitoring the beam array, meaning you would be close to it, um, or they would um, offer you a more officer-like position aboard the beam array. I think he'd go with the officer position because for the first time, he's not actually trying to accomplish anything in a mission. For the, I think this is maybe the first time Roosevelt's had a thought, and it's because of Carol, in that he's like trying to formulate what it would be like, and he knows he needs to be around people like Carol, not people like him. And so he spends a lot of time in that officer position, just kind of standing by people having really complex conversations that he has no business being a part of and him like nodding along like he's a part of it. And then he just goes to the next sort of patrol of that. But any chance he gets, he goes to the observation deck and he puts his hand to the glass and he leans in real close. He, He does that thing that bad kids at the zoo does and you know, knocks on the glass and, and just hopes that maybe Godzilla is going to give him an answer because he's having sort of a crisis of faith. Ruse is going to do the thing that rich people do where they dress exactly the same, but the clothes are five times more expensive. So it is still a black t-shirt, but it is now a $600 black t-shirt. Um, and then they are going to start trying to contact the the guy who who made the zero beam I forgot his name starts with an S. Dr. Sarazawa. Sarazawa, yeah. Gonna start trying to contact them and then maybe for flavor, start trying to sow dissension about the ruse test. Like if we are heroes, one of the heroes almost didn't make it because the ruse test is broken and they start like pushing that narrative everywhere they can. I think now with the added knowledge that you have a new position of respect with the summit, I think that you are probably slapped on the wrist for the release of the video, but they assure you that they have complete control over the Cognistream and they have been able to find whatever copies of this uh, footage you have found. They certainly question you about it, and while they maybe at first seem intrigued by the green, they seem much more interested in following through with the great plan. 
And though you have your own copy of this footage, it seems like there's just no way short of maybe working on a more long-term project of getting it out to the public. Okay. For the first time, the engines of the Stratos are fired and a message is sent over the Cognostream by the summit. Every former citizen of Altatopia can see in their AR the ten members of the summit standing in silhouette before them. You all recognize the voice of Wildfire, and he says, Citizens of Altatopia, your hard work has paid off, and the great plan is a resounding success. And wherever you are throughout the ship or in the Gotango, you can hear cheers from the citizens. Today we venture out into the stars in search of a new home. The summit has spent years studying the astral charts, and we believe we have found a habitable planet near the Mosuraya Cluster and have dubbed it Altiera. A holographic projection of a strange new world appears in front of you. Its soil looks purple, and its ecology has this iridescent yellow. It sees a deep, welcoming blue. It is both beautiful and alien. The summit also explains that the flotilla's sublight engines will take many months to reach Altiera. Wildfire ends his announcement by saying, As I am sure you are all aware, Godzilla is coming with us. The summit understands any concerns you may have, but rest assured, the great plan will see us through. So long as he is contained, we will be safe. He will serve as a mighty tool in humanity's arsenal as we manifest our destiny. The ships enter sublight travel, and the citizens of Stratos seem mostly bewildered, but without much of a choice, simply continue following the summit's orders. As the Stratos and the Zero Beam and the Elysium make their pilgrimage, you find yourselves with a few months of downtime. If anyone else, uh, I, let, let's go with uh, Savy since you had a couple of ideas in mind. Um, what was that first one that you wanted to accomplish? Oh, the the first one was try to reach out to uh, Doctor Saragawa. Yes, okay. about the beam. Sarazawa with a Z. Where the G is coming from? You, your immediate search proves close to nothing. The, as far as the public is concerned, a Doctor Sarazawa doesn't really exist. And using your new tier, your new status, you look into the more back channels and you sure enough find that there is a man named Dr. Sarazawa that is considered a prisoner of war by the summit. He's not in the brig of the Stratos. He's in a personalized prison cell that looks like uh, an apartment that a family might have on the Stratos. But you can tell from the records he is never allowed to leave his quarters and there is a short dossier on the doctor explaining that he is extremely intelligent and extremely likely has sociopathic tendencies. Okay. Amazing. Um, Would you like to try to push your weight around to get to Sarazawa? I do, but I'm 
I want to also sow dissension about the ruse test. And I'm if I can do both, hell yeah. That's okay. Yeah, this okay, I, I'll work. say that, that this was not a roll yet. You have not made a roll yet. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna start flashing the little the little guardian's acolyte or accolade as much as I can. Which of your resolve uh, attributes would you like to roll to try to convince the summit to allow you to speak to Serizawa? Uh, I got a point in consort now. Is that a thing I can do? Yes. Sure. Well, can I roll interface? Um, I think you could because maybe we could explain it as you uh, you fake the permission. Yeah. Yeah, I don't mind lying about this. That's fine. That's a four. Long-term project, recover, schmooze. Actually, I'll say this is more of a schmooze. Yeah. Yeah, stand by. This is just a digital schmooze. Digital schmooze. (laughs) Say what your pilot does. Okay, you roll a four. Yes. An appropriate action, increase trust according to the result. This is a two. I will still consider this some kind of a success. And I think with a four... That's a pretty middle-of-the-road success. I'm going to argue that you are allowed, you are given permission by the summit to see Serizawa. You may even bring guests, but you must have a representative from the summit that will communicate to the summit what you spoke about. Yeah, no, I think I want to go speak to him. Are you going alone, or are you bringing any of your crew? I, I tell my crew that I'm going to go do this before it happens. I'll go with you. I don't think Roosevelt is technically a part of our crew anymore, so I don't know if he's around. I think I'd be a part of the crew. I just think that I'm obsessed with that goddamn lizard. Here's my real question. This is how I know the answer to this. Are you still wearing the jacket? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he's still in the crew. Over (laughs) the uniform, yeah. I think he just wears whatever the fuck he wants and walks around with a badge. Like, yeah. If you want to go, we could just say we walk past Godzilla on the way and be like, we're going to go talk to the gun guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think he shows up anytime he gets a text that says Rosie. Like, he comes running. Like, I, I don't think he's away at all. Except in the physical sense. You know? Yes, you just get you just get a text that says trophy room and you know what yeah. it means. Oh, and he's there. The four of you board a shuttle and you are taken to the Stratos. There you are taken to a special wing of the Stratos where some of the members of Altotopia that are close with the summit, maybe family, maybe friends, are living in a more upscale portion of the Stratus. And there is a apartment living quarters that when you enter, there is a single man, younger than you're expecting, maybe late 30s, early 40s, appears somewhat androgynous. They have this long white blonde hair but they have very soft features there is this cold gaze about them they are intelligent and they are sizing you up from the moment you enter but they are not in shackles they are wearing uh, respectable clothing the clothing of a distinguished scientist and he introduces himself as Dr. Sarazawa speaking in this soft whisper how can I be of help to you we had a few questions about the, uh, the 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 zero beam. Ah, yes. I heard it was a success. Um, did you say we had a representative of the summit with us as well? Yes, I think... Peaches? Peaches would be appropriate. Okay. Ha ha! 
Okay, then I'm, this us. is fine. This is fine if it's peaches. I have to admit, I wasn't expecting a interview by the summit. And he's kind of looking at peaches and the rest of you. We aren't here as as the summit. This is purely academic curiosity. <laughs> And what is your intention with learning about the Zero Beam? We came to see a man about a lizard. We want to know what it was you were intending to do and what you think it is they intend to do next. Exactly. Exactly. He kind of rolls his eyes. He seems a little peeved at the mention of the Zero Beam. And he says, well, what they want to do with it, I don't really have an idea. They've taken its power away from me. Its original intention has been subverted. And that was... To do, yeah. The Zero Beam's original intention was to destroy mankind. Mm. I was caught. If you checked your dossier notes, you would see that the summit arrested me before I was able to perform my act. They found the technology interesting and have used it for their own ends. Are you one of those people that... uh worshiped Godzilla and therefore you wanted to do his work for him I do not consider myself of the same mentality as the naturalists or the blasphemers I don't know if they have it entirely correct I have my theories a lot of the theories inspired the zero beam I'm going to see if I can make an educated guess as to what your theories entailed you wanted to see what Godzilla would do once there were no more people around didn't you You're not too far off. I believe that Godzilla is not really the problem, but humanity. In that, I am similar to the Blasphemers, but I theorize that Godzilla cannot be killed because humanity thrives. At some point, I think Godzilla was linked with humanity inextricably. Maybe when we dropped the first A-bomb on him. Maybe before that. Carol, Carol's eyes darting left and right, and she kind of grasps her chest. <gasps> Is that jockey all right? I put a hand on Carol's upper back. Breathe. And I small circular motions. Breathe, Carol. As I'm sure you're all aware, I am in a kind of prison cell. What more could you offer me in exchange for more information? 